0: Welcome to Relationships Under Construction, a program designed to help teach youth the blueprint for strong future families. Sponsored by Friends of Relationships Under Construction. To learn more about the topic discussed today, log on to RelationshipsUnderConstruction.com. Now, here's your host, Katherine Wood. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to our program. Uh, We just look forward to talking to you and we hope you're inviting your young people ages 13 and up to join us. Uh, please send questions through our website at relationshipsunderconstruction.com under the contact section and you can also listen to past programs there by scrolling to the bottom of the the homepage and you can find past programs on the word columbus.com under local programming. Relationships Under Construction is a relationship and marriage education program that serves students ages 12 to 18 in public and private middle and high schools in more than 32 counties in Ohio and we are also in several states and even other countries. RUC, as we like to call our program, also serves the adults who influence the students we serve, including parents, grandparents, teachers, and community members. RUC teaches risk avoidance to unhealthy behaviors, including sexual activity before marriage, alcohol, tobacco, drugs, dating, violence, bullying, gambling, pornography, and human trafficking. And RUC encourages optimal health, and healthy relationships for all youth, including the opportunity for students to reach their full potential as adults. RUC's goal is to help young people defend saving sex for marriage in the public square with their friends, peers, teachers, parents, community members, and even legislators. And you can learn more at RelationshipsUnderConstruction.com. Our student site is MissTheMess.com. And also, you can like us on Facebook. We just went over a 1,000 like, so, helping. Uh, thanks for helping us get there, and uh, let's keep those likes coming. Uh, well, here's what a couple of students have said about our program just recently. Uh, <clears throat> this is a um, female, ninth grade, in Pickaway County. I like that this present, presentation was very educational. It changed my views on relationships. I learned that it can only take a minute to infect you with an STD or an STI. I also learned that um, they are risky. I thought the presentation was persuading and educational. And here's another female ninth grade. I liked the, de- the demonstrations in the presentation. I had already planned not to have sex until marriage, and this presentation just gave me more encouragement. I learned about a number of infections that are out in the world. I learned what real love is and the likeliness of pr- pregnancy. I thought that this presentation was educational, informative, and persuading. So two of them are, that are using the persuading word. I wonder if they were sitting next to each other. <laughs> but anyhow, um, we just get hundreds and hundreds of student comments. So um, we, if you would like to see more student comments, you can see them on our website. Uh, well, we've been talking about the top 10 reasons to save sex for marriage. And we said that number 10 was to avoid STDs or sexually transmitted diseases. We said that number nine was to avoid teen pregnancy or out-of-wedlock pregnancy. Number eight, avoid dating violence or domestic violence. Number seven, to avoid addictions to alcohol, drugs, and pornography. And number six was to avoid cohabitation and divorce. So those first five were all to avoid something. Then the next five are all building. So number five is building the whole person. Uh, Number four, building a marriage culture. And we are working on number three, building strong connections. And uh, uh, we've been talking about that for a few programs now. We'd like to continue that. And we were talking about um, building those strong connections. And we were basically talking about the chemical part of building strong connections. Um, And that's really, really important because uh, we understand that uh, when we uh, have a relationship with someone else, there's bonding that is going on at certain points in that relationship. We know that a couple things about bonding. Uh, We know that bonds are made when two people have sex, but there can also be some bonding even before that time. Uh, We know that it's painful when the bonds are broken. We know that if, if a person who has had sex before marriage marries, sex may not be the bonding material it was designed to be, and it doesn't bond as well as if, as it could have, if sex was saved for marriage. You know, uh, it's amazing how this whole process works. Uh, so the here's a couple other things on bonding. If a person has a lot of partners, there might not be as much bonding power left. And a person who gets to that point may never have a successful relationship. We, you know, we used to just think, well, if somebody had sex in in high school, then, they would have one partner, and then maybe they get married later. Well, now we know that kids have as many as twelve partners, um, and uh, during their high school and college years, and even sometimes more. Uh, so, that that um, means there's not much bonding power left by the time they get to marriage. Um, if you bonded with someone and now want to wait until marriage, could you do that? Yes. It's very possible, but it will take time to heal. We know that the body uh, is, is designed to be able to heal itself. And so um, if over a period of time that could happen, but it will take time uh, to heal. And we know that one of those time periods is at least two years. So, um, and I would say, you know, we know that the body sometimes takes up to seven years to totally Heal from certain things, and there's all kinds of information out there on that. Um, if you wait to have sex until marriage, you will have the strongest bond. Something about that waiting is very, very important. Um, so, we had talked about the uh, oxytocin and vasopressin, the bonding hormones, um, and we have talked about how uh, there are different times in females' lives when they reduce, when they produce greater amounts of oxytocin. Uh, one event is labor. Um, we know that oxytocin is a hormone that tells labor to begin. It also plays a vital role in bonding a mother to a baby. And when the mother starts nursing the, the baby, she releases oxytocin each time she nurses the baby. Um, and actually the the oxytocin causes the milk to be available for nursing. Uh, we also know that oxytocin is released every time a couple has sex. Um, and in that case, uh, the oxytocin is playing a big role in connecting her to that guy. Uh, now, if the if the first guy a girl has sex with is her husband on her wedding night, it is a great thing because they are bonded like glue, and the girl will want to be with this guy for the rest of her life. Um, if it if the first time she has a sex is outside of marriage, she still may be bonded like glue, uh, but when the breakup occurs she is devastated and you know we you when you're in a in a high school setting and you're sometimes in the cafeteria you will see a girl yelling at a guy across the cafeteria and she's upset because he wants to break up with her and yet she's still bonded with him it's the reason girls uh scream at guys it's the reason that uh, one of the reasons, it's the reasons that girls can uh, key a guy's car, do all kinds of things, because she thought he was going to be with her for, forever. So we also know that oxytocin is naturally released in the brain after a 20-second hug from a partner, which um, is sealing that, um, that oxytocin release. So it also triggers the brain trust circuits. Um, so if you don't really trust a guy before and you allow and allow him to hug you then there's a chance that that could increase your trust in him when you really shouldn't be increasing uh, trust well I, I hope that our young people don't listen to Jerry Springer or shows like that but there are lots of shows on TV that will show you different um, couples and try to put them together or break them apart or whatever they're doing um, but they're one of the things that we have noticed is that if you um, have three girls and they have all had sex with this guy and they have one guy on the show and you look at the guy and you wonder why all these girls want to be with that guy. And he could be, you know, look like he just got out of bed. His hair is a mess. His, his clothes are all a mess. He's, you know, he has one tooth. Uh, You know, it, it just doesn't make any sense why they all want to be with him. But you, if you know the science of bonding, then you realize they all had sex with him and they all want to be with him. Well, if you try to turn that around, and shows have tried to turn that around, and put three guys and one girl, and what do the three guys say? I don't want her, you can have her. So it's a total difference in the way that we bond. We'd like to say that men and women are the same, but it is not true. Men and women are totally um different. So the the girls will fight over the one guy, the guys will not fight over the one the one girl. Um so that's just a, a an interesting uh side note. <laughs> um okay, and so when we look at how guys bond, it is totally different from how girls bond. And we are going to look at that a little bit more, you know, when girls um, Really, the oxytocin is a touch hormone. So even when they're, they first hold hands and you feel those tingly sensations, they're releasing, releasing some oxytocin that will help bond them to that guy. But guys do not bond with a t- um, touch necessarily. They bond more uh, by what they see. So we're going to talk about that next time, and we will be... Um, uh, just looking at how guys bond and um, how that is different from what girls um, experience, I, I would like to know that. Let you know that we have a training coming up next week, and uh, we will be uh, uh, having that training on uh, May second, third, and fourth. And you can contact our office if you're interested at seven four zero nine six five two zero four six, or you can see that information on our website at RelationshipsCenterConstruction.com. And this is Katherine Wood. I'd like to thank you for listening today. Uh, Remember to contact us through the websites, either at the wordcolumbus.com or RelationshipsCenterConstruction.com. And we hope you will use these programs to discuss these very important topics with your children and your grandchildren. Keep the lines of communication open. This generation really wants to hear from you. And they are counting on you. Um, So we just hope that you will leave a legacy that can make your family proud and that you will just continue building good relationships that will help you build that legacy to, to make your family proud. Thanks so much for listening today. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.